This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. You are listening to the Blowhole on Finsider Radio. What a win, Rob! Oh, I, I, I can't. I can't remember. I, I can't remember the last time. Uh, I don't think there. I believe we came back from a twenty-one point deficit in the fourth quarter once, but the last time there was a shootout like what was the last shootout like that that we saw? I think I'm thinking like Chad Henney versus Mark Sanchez on Monday Night Football. That's the last one I remember. Remember that one where Ted Ginn had like three touchdowns and we all thought Henney was going to be awesome. No, I do not ever do. remembering Henny, thinking Henny would be awesome. I remember hoping Henny would be awesome. It was like one of his first games, like after Pennington got hurt. And anyway, that, I'm we're not going to talk about that. But my, how dead did you think we were? Like I was already, I was openly, openly recruiting Lamar Jackson to come to the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> well. <laughs> Funny enough, I want to text chain with a with a Ravens fan. He's actually in Baltimore, and he wasn't at the. He usually goes to a lot of the home games. Even he wasn't there, and and he was. He actually was like he was never comfortable just because he knew this. He knew how banged up the the uh, their DBs were, and I think he was just just prepping himself. I don't know what it was, but he's like. There's still a lot of time left. <laughs> and this was like at at halftime, like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but we need to we need to take that first drive and score. And like we didn't. Um, but holy moly, holy moly. That was that was amazing. Man, I didn't even get to I didn't even introduce ourselves. So my name is James Radio for any new listeners we might have. Uh, I'm still very, very excited. I rewatched the game. Uh the night before, I think it was last night or maybe the night before. Um, 
on NFL Network. It was great. But yeah, I'm James Radio. I'm, I'm the host. And then I'm joined by my uh, ever optimistic sidekick, Rob Cast. So, uh, so I've been da- both- I've been downgraded from co-host to sidekick. I like it. When did that no, happen? I'll promote you to. Did that happen? Senior. Did that Senior happen co-host. when you when you screwed me over twice th- this week and made me sit here waiting for you to join a Zoom that you never joined last night? I guess yeah, <laughs> the entitlement probably comes from that. Um, <laughs> anyway, no, Rob is actually the uh, the brains of the operation. Believe believe it or not, <laughs> it is hard to believe. <laughs> so, um, I mean, normally we we do the recap, but I I just there's so much to so much to recap um i i can't i mean we don't have to go play by play drive by drive but i mean we could talk about our favorite and least favorite things maybe that you know that happened and you know there was the obviously the there was the like pre my i have my pre-game feeling then i had my halftime feeling right from the jump the opening kickoff 103 yards i don't remember the last time we gave up a kick return to start the game that was that was that it was ugly starting in that hole but again yeah. part of me was like well if we could do what we did to them last night you know we can come back from this but correct but that also didn't happen so then we got the right. ball we didn't really do anything with it then the ravens had the ball forever yeah and uh yeah got all the way down to the to the one scored had it overturned and then they went for it on fourth down and it was uh, the beginning of a very rough day for them on fourth down yeah uh where they they needed six inches and could not get the snap they and they fumbled it and were you know they lost six yards on a it's funny because it's it's their fault right they fumbled on fourth i i I think you know i would think the odds of them scoring on that play are pretty high but the defense was amazing at the goal line up to there right yeah i mean forge stopping him three times is hard stopping him four is even harder so so they shoot themselves in the foot um but even and then and we go right down. We tie it. We go. We go all the way downfield. We tie the game seven-seven. And I'm like, okay, now we're back to zero-zero. Now we can let our defense do our thing. And uh, they just, uh, I think it was the, the the very next drive, they hit that seventy-five-yard pass where we had a had a zero blitz. And uh, <laughs> hey, they were ready to, for it. They were ready. You for had it to time. try it. You had to see if they could do if they if they had a counter. I like that we didn't stop. I mean, we we were zero blitzing a lot of the day. Like it's not like we stopped. Right. Like, you well, know, you have I to mean, you have to disguise it. You have to you know you have to mix of it course. up. But I did I did want to go I did want to rewind a tiny bit. And I know there's too much to go over everything. But last week, I I was praised like yeah the offense didn't look great. But I said how the the Pats kept pinning us back, and I was so I so was so happy to see play calling in our own end zone that wasn't just like run the ball three times and punt or worse, you know, throw a screen throw in a the screen end zone. Pass. Yeah. yeah. So, so that play, that drive we were just talking about when we got it on like the six yard and we actually lose yards on the first play. So it's on like the two yard line. And again, I told you, if you listeners haven't seen it, uh, Dan or Dan Orlovsky has a great breakdown of that play, that big hit to waddle um, on that the, you know, that starts that drive and just talks about how that is set up by the formation. We come out, two running backs, one tight end, two wide receivers, 21 personnel, and that puts them in a base defense because that's a running formation. Then all of a sudden it's wide. All of a sudden it's Gesicki's wide, uh, Ingold's wide. I don't even remember if it was Edmonds or Mostert, but they're wide. And that puts uh, Patrick Queen, a linebacker, on Waddle. 
and I mean, Waddle made him fall. Even if he didn't fall, he was catching that ball and running. But I mean, he he juked him so bad the guy fell down. Uh, yes. So it was amazing. And Ingold blocking downfield, like love to see A all monster. of that. Oh, yeah. love to see it. And just just the fact that like we have play designs for situations, like thinking. It's just we haven't seen. I I can't remember the last time we seen an offense that was like designed to give us that advantage you need those advantages They're, these are you need these advantages playing crappy teams forget about it playing the ravens oh so Schemes, good to see yeah putting people in position to succeed things that you know competent offenses offenses should do um you know for, quite frankly things that we thought we were getting in joe philbin and adam gase and we hope this things already we hoped looks we were getting. light years <laughs> ahead of the best we ever saw from either one of them yeah so uh yeah so again yeah great amazing play call amazing design you know a lot of this stuff is being set up and and one of the things i do love about mcdaniel and uh you know you you had touched on this as well is he's very earnest like he's very genuine like he doesn't seem you know he doesn't seem cocky like he seems genuinely happy to to teach and see his team succeed um you know, and if he, you know, if he makes mistakes, he owns them. Right? Oh, just like yeah, like last week, after week one, Nathaniel Hackett, at first trying to defend, you know, his god awful play calling and time management and all that, and after a win, Mike McDaniel coming out and being like, "I have to get the play in sooner. That's on me. Like, like I need to do better." So it's like just that, yeah, that accountability is amazing. What he expects from the players, he expects from himself. He doesn't put himself over. These guys are having fun. Even with now, you know, after the game, talking about like his halftime. Could you imagine Flores, you know, ripping the team to shreds? And McDaniel's like, guys, let's just go out there and have some fun. Let's play a game and have fun. And like the guys were loose. And came out and did did an incredible comeback. I just love him. And not to totally fast forward, because we'll get to it, but the time management. The time management on that last drive. The, the announcers, you gotta quick call a timeout, oh, call a I timeout. I'm that. like, yeah. no, you don't. You don't wanna leave them any time. We have two timeouts. We can stop this clock and still have three shots at the end zone with our two timeouts. Like we don't need to call one here. And we'll just, get there. We'll, yeah. we'll get to that. But we'll I know, but if it fit in with the, I, if fit in with the McDaniel loved. praise. So I wanted to, I wanted to squeeze it in there. I know it was. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get back game. to that. But um, one, of, so we're still, we're in the first half now. One of the things I did want to talk about a little bit was I think we were, I, I believe the game plan to start with was to be very, very run heavy in this game. It, it kind of seemed like those were the, the first few drives, first few plays, Saw a lot of mo- a lot more Raheem Mostert than than Chase Edmonds in this game, and I feel like that was by design. Um, and I and I thought Mostert looked. Um, I, I, I'm on I'm on record as saying I think they're both very very good backs. I think they're. I don't yeah, think we one's any... we both like them. No, I mean you're Team Mostert, I'm Team Edmonds. We both love them both and want them both to do well. But like we've had the argument before, and this week you were completely right. Mostert looked. He looked. He got the start. And he looked amazing. Edmonds looked good when he got his chances, but but Mostert looked like the Mostert in San Francisco, like healthy, fast, and 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 looked awesome. Yeah, and it's going to be based on. And I just I love. I know I can't say it enough. Like how much I love the fact that there are 
schemes and there seem to be like plans for certain situations where this guy is going to do this and this guy is in this situation for this purpose and this is what he excels at and we're going to put him in these situations and and, and yeah the situational yeah. play calling that Edmonds run at on the last drive like <laughs> where did that like it was just it was great watching him get, yeah and getting yeah so we get through so the first half the way the first half ends is is pretty catastrophic two throws two interceptions the first one he's he's throwing into triple coverage it should not have been i mean you, you shouldn't throw into triple coverage but it should not have been intercepted it was an amazing uh, amazing play on the ball um so they get the first interception and then uh that led to points and then he the second interception uh they were down 21 7 and just a just a very bad throw yeah I, terrible I, I don't even one of the the few times this season that uh Two has made a couple of them, I suppose. Like, he but, had one you know, in he had one in New England that in was New dropped. England as well. Yeah, yeah but it was just like yeah. and we're used to kind of seeing those from him now at this point. Like at least one a game. That one was real bad. Like I have no idea what the like what the thinking was there. And then Baltimore goes down, gets a touchdown before the end of the half, twenty eight seven. Um, we did uh, we did get one back uh, early on in the second half. Touchdown pass to uh, to Mike Gusecki. Nice looking drive. Oh, made it twenty eight fourteen. Great throw. Great throw. Great throw, great and drive, great catch. great catch. Yeah, just yeah. So it came out loose. Like I, I did. Like I like the way they they came out in the second half. And then Baltimore gets the ball right back, and then they just score immediately. So they had that one very long drive at the beginning of the game, but most of their other most of their other possessions for the rest of the game were either they score really quick or you know they don't really do anything with the possession. So I, I will last, say. Uh, yeah, their, I mean Baltimore. Baltimore. They had some pretty good play designs going on. Oh, I yeah. think that Lamar run. I we I thought it was a jet sweep. I, the, the, the everybody that yeah. just opened up like the Red Sea. Like and and they had a couple of that they they played on our aggressiveness and they got us going the wrong way on a couple of those. And you know that's they're a good offense. That's what they're supposed to do. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to mention like you know they had some good good play calls that definitely had our defense our defense is better than what we saw and our offense as great as since it is the greatest offense in the league it's probably not as good as we saw (laughs) and this is and this is where the game i mean i I think they had set the momentum by getting that that touchdown uh early in the second half right like and now they now they were in rhythm on offense so they give up that touchdown right right back lamar jackson goes 79 yards and, and gets them, you know, it's 35, 14 at, at this point, you know, who we're, we're, we're thinking moral victories at best. Like, let's see if we can get, uh, let's see if we can get some, you know, get another, get another score, you know, get maybe two more touchdowns on the board here on these guys, but we responded beautifully, beautiful drive right down the field. Um, I don't remember if it was a first and goal or a second and goal, but uh, the, the, the Craycraft touchdown, um, it might have been third. <laughs> so many of those touchdowns were on third down. So many of his big throws I, were on third down. It was nine insane. of eleven on third down, which is just amazing. Just ice water in his veins. But yeah, just a beautiful spin move because you have a you have an edge rusher just coming completely unblocked, and he just you gave him that juke, you gave him that spin, and it just took him right off. And then Craycraft is right there. By the way, uh, he, the 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 long, the third and longs, the second and long. How many how many years has it been that one mistake of of, of a, a stuffed running back, a false start, a holding just would end a drive? Because because if we didn't gain three yards or more on each play, we, we weren't couldn't we seven. weren't gonna get a first down. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, yeah, we weren't 
And the fact that now it's just like, oh, second and 25. Okay. Boom. Oh, it's just, yep. oh, mate. Oh, We're going to get 12 <laughs> here. We got a play that's going to get us 12, guaranteed. Oh, right? it yeah. gives me, I got goosebumps. I just got goosebumps thinking about so, it. So 35 21. Ravens get the ball. They don't. They don't do anything. We get the ball back. Uh, oh nope. no, no, no. That's this is the drive where um, it's thirty-five twenty-one. They they do start moving the ball, and then they have a fourth down at midfield. Even at the time, they, I was like, "You kick this field goal when you got this lead. You kick this field goal." <laughs> I mean, I'm glad they didn't. But that was one of the things I was texting with my radio. Just there was a Madden game between the friends had just happened and somebody early on in a tie game didn't kick the field goal and ended up losing by the field goal. <laughs> and it was like, we were laughing because it was like, it was like a, it kind of was a, a similar situation. So they go for it again. Uh, they do not get it. Lamar Jackson stopped short, short of the first down. Can we just, um, can we just right now? Can we just sing this? I mean, the dolphin fans know how great Zach sealer is. Um, a few, oh. I hear a few national folks talk about it. I think Mina Kimes, I saw her tweet even last week and mentions like how he's so underrated. That dude, that dude's amazing. That's another gift from the Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> Poached from their practice squad. So, um, get the ball, uh, close to midfield. Uh, don't do anything with the first couple plays. Got a third and 10 and the effort. The effort, the play. effort, yeah, <laughs> the effort call, and Hill just torches him. Just goes straight up the middle of the seam, torches both the corner and the safety. Uh, the throw, and I will say this: I've, I've said this a whole bunch to the, you know, I, I, it's well documented. I'm not to his biggest fan, but I'm definitely not a to a hater either. Um, not in the to and on side of things, but not not a to a hater. Uh, I would much rather have an underthrown ball. Because you can you can come you can adjust to that and make the catch, which we saw, as opposed to you know if he sailed it, I you know and we didn't and we didn't get that I, that's that's unforgivable. So I'll take the I'll take a slight underthrow, ten times out of ten. Yeah, us two and so, on a, a proud card carrying member. Us two and on folks, we just hate that people people when when the national media shows that they talk like nobody no other guy has ever been underthrown when like half right. of those bombs the guy is holding up for him it's just it's hard to do <laughs> it's you know it's so it's just ridiculous but yeah it was it was great he hit him touchdown it's at this point it's a one score game which is crazy so we're at the dolphins bar we're, we're going absolutely nuts at this point and there is one ravens fan who's been there with us watching the game the whole time great sport his name is tim he was awesome um but at this point it's uh yeah it's it's now a one score game baltimore gets the ball back X drops that pick six. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was hurt. like, and that was that was when it went in my mind. Like it was like, you know, all right, you know, same that old was Dolphins, our shot. Like, we're not going to get it done here. <laughs> However, not the same old Dolphins. We do end up getting the stop and getting the ball back. Another third and long from around the forty, and this time the Ravens just decide they're not going to cover Tyree Kill at all. <laughs> Bust that coverage. Uh, and yeah, and Tua hit him, and that was in stride, not underthrown. But I mean, the guy was dashing wide open down down the sideline. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, thirty-five, thirty-five, five minutes left. Ravens definitely feeling desperate at this point. Put together a pretty nice drive. They get into field goal range, thirty-eight, thirty-five, because Justin Tucker, you know, makes everything. Left too much time on the clock for your boy Tua. Sure did. 
<laughs> like way too much time. We we and, had, we had to burn some of it. Exactly. And then there's and there's the beauty. Some really nice throws on that drive. Uh, starting out with a, a nice a nice seam route to Hill over the middle. Um, you know, and then just getting all the way down there to the um, and then oh, that, the run the and the then run yeah Edmonds the, the, had the big, we had big run. they're completely on the ropes at that mo- at that moment in time, and it's actually it's a good thing that he didn't score on that run because um, there would have been enough time left on the clock for them to get back down there. And then, yeah, the announcer's screaming, oh, I would have taken a timeout there. Oh, well, you would have lost the game then. <laughs> probably, <laughs> yeah. Probably lost to a Justin Tucker, another Justin Tucker. Well, well, no, they would have had to score a field. Well, well, yeah, they would have yeah, needed so, to score. But- so it would have just been more interesting, but you don't want to be in that position if you don't have to. You want to score or kick that field goal and and go to, or go to overtime. You don't want – yeah, you don't want to give them – you don't want to have any yeah. time left after your decision. Um, they had plenty of like, yeah, they were, and they're screaming for timeouts, and like, even everybody in the bar was like, "These guys, what are they talking about?" Like, you got, they got plenty of time. Like, there's no, there, and there was no urgency. Like, Tua looked calm, collected. The team looked like they'd been there before, which, let's be clear, they had not. Like, <laughs> this is not not something that, that that we're accustomed to seeing. But they all looked like it, the moment was not too big for them, and yeah. they were just having fun and. You saw it when they scored that touchdown. Like you saw, just how much, like you know, how they believe in Tua and that, like they believe in the system, they believe in the coach. It's just a totally different mindset right now. Like I just, I love it. How I, I love it. Uh, you know, the Ravens had 19 seconds. They got a couple plays off. They did not score. Uh, final score: Miami Dolphins 42, Baltimore Ravens 38. Rob, if you combine our two picks from last week, I believe I said it would be 17 to 20, and you said 23 to 16. That would have made it 40 to 36. Still not enough points. <laughs> but close. Our com- <laughs> our combined projections, projected scores, uh, were close to the actual. Now, granted, take this win, take this comeback. Obviously, we hope we're never in a down 21 again and have to do it. Their their secondary was beat up. They had young folks out there. They were also gassed. What did you say? You you told me the stat of how far their DBs had to run covering in this oh, game. Oh, the next gen stats. Yes, they ran over six thousand and one hundred yards. So three and a half miles is how much their secondary ran on Sunday, chasing Tyree Kill and Jalen <laughs> But the so. but the the thing that really amazed me, because I expected. Tua and Waddle to burn that secondary sometimes. I did not expect the offensive line to play as well as they did. Defense, the Baltimore has a good defensive front, and they were there. And, man, that def- that offensive line looked good, you know, as far as, you know, a little bit of running and a lot of uh, – actually, I didn't realize this, except if you're listening, obviously, if you listen to this, you probably listen to the other Finsider radios and Jake and Josh show. They mentioned that the sack that was given up, it wasn't even by the offensive lineman. It was Durham Smythe <laughs> gave gave it up. So the so kudos. Uh, uh, Greg Little. The Ravens were I, getting, they were getting pressure in the first half uh, a little bit. I mean, like you said, not a lot of like one sack, I think, and it was not even on the offensive line. But in the second half, they were they were exceptional. There was no almost no no rush at all. Aside from there was that one play where the guy was coming off the edge. Justin Houston. Yeah. Out of, but yeah, just but, uh, very, very solid performance all the way around. Yep. Um, yeah. Very, very happy to see. And it's house money now at this point because we were talking about this as well. 
Um, Rob and I like to pick the different quadrants of the season and how we see them turning out. This is, I, I feel like this is the toughest quadrant, the first four games that we have. Um, and to be two and zero uh, out of the gate, I was, I would have been happy with, with one and three out of these first four games. And uh, yeah, yeah we're I, already above that. So. I predicted two and two, and that's the worst we can do in them now. And I, and that Bengals game does not look as bad as, as scary as it did before. So yeah. Which takes us into this, you know, takes us into the next game. I guess we got to do it after the break because uh, there was a lot of recap in the recap there. There was there was so much to talk about, like I said, and we didn't even get to the insane numbers that uh, Waddle and uh, and Hill put up. We'll get to that in fantasy camp later on. So, all right. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to preview the Buffalo game and uh, get into Pick'em and our degenerate side of things. So please stay tuned. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys! It's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snackin'. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hidden. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And we're back. I think. Are we back, Rob? We are back. Fantastic. Um, so, as alluded to before the break, uh, this is always, well, I guess we play them twice a year, so these are the two my two least favorite weeks of the season have, have become the Buffalo Bills weeks. Um, begrudgingly, they, they are uh, the best team in the NFL, I think. I don't, I don't think that's really up for debate right now. Um, I it's hate early. how good Josh Allen is. I hate it. Like, yeah. actually hate it. Like, can't stand it. Um, so they're coming to town. Um, they have just owned us of late. Uh, the games aren't even close, typically. Um yeah, there's spurts where it looks like they could be close, um, but uh, I, I still have nightmares about the uh, last year, last year's <laughs> week two when they came into Miami and just just wrecked us. They didn't even play that good, and they still won thirty-five nothing, and it was never close. And that was one of the yeah, that was one of the worst Sundays I think of my life. So, um, anyway. Uh, the Bills are wrecking people again. They crushed so, the Super Bowl champion Rams on uh, opening night, and then they destroyed the Tennessee Titans on Monday Night Football last week and just made a joke of it, honestly. Uh, Josh Allen looks like a literal man playing amongst boys, which is crazy given that it's the NFL and these guys are all enormous. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't see us stopping the bills on Sunday for before I I, before I don't want to get all you know super optimistic but before I get before I get the injury report yeah so just I just want to these Josh Allen on there 
let's not yet. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna... yes. No, let's not no we're not. We're not. We're Actually, not for that. But the, these are the things going in our favor. I, yes, they're a better team than us. Whatever. We we're we're playing with house money at this point. We end up two and two, three and one after the first four games. That's amazing. Even if we lose this division game, um, we always thought you know we were a wild card team. Um, granted, we win this game and we're talking division. We can all go crazy after that. But short rest for Buffalo. They played Monday night, coming to Miami to play in the Heat. So they're on the road on short rest, and their two safeties, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer. Did not practice Wednesday and Thursday, either of them. That's not a good sign. They're not even limited. Now, tomorrow's injury report will be the whole thing. So if those one or both of those guys don't play, that makes this a much different game because those guys are good. They're 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 like they're as good as ours. Yeah, if both of them don't play, then I still think we don't win, but it will be a closer game. Uh, I would I would think. But um yeah, I mean, if but, one of them misses, the other one is, is good enough to probably... But on the other side of that, their defensive tackle, Jordan Phillips, one of their cornerbacks, Dane Jackson's, also did not have not practice this week. And then they had a bunch of guys. Gabe Davis is probably going to play. He's been limited all week, but I believe he'll play. Um, their center, Mitch Morse, limited in practice this week. Like, they're a little banged up. So, you know, I'll take it. I'll take an advantage. Well, and if you scroll... I guess down uh, on your screen. Uh, our injury report not looking so hot either. Um, Taron Armstead, I think this is just going to be like a season long thing with him. Like yeah, he's I'm not... be on the like not practicing much. Hopefully playing every Sunday. Uh, he's by far the best offensive lineman we have. Oh, the God. other name that that jumps out to you on this list is Xavier Howard. Uh, he was limited injury, today. Limited in practice on Thursday. So I don't. I'm not too worried. He was out there again to Friday. Friday's the big thing. If they get in, <clears throat> excuse me. If they get in full practices on Friday, we're in good shape. Um, Melvin Ingram, vet rest. Now with a Hunter Long and Tanner Connor. Oh, Connor's actually practicing, but Hunter Long he's not hasn't practiced this week. I mean, we haven't really been uh, using him much, uh, so that shouldn't hurt us at all. Um, Cedric Wilson's limited. We'll be all right. Uh, and Channing Tindall with his uh, full participant. I've heard some some folks actually. Uh, again, Josh from uh, the Finsider was asking you folks on Twitter if we should use Tindall as a spy. I mean, we talked about it last week. Is that is that oh, an, is that an Alan? option? Should he be spying Lamar? Should he be spying? I mean, he's fast. He's fast as all heck. So he didn't even dress on uh, in Baltimore. Um, I don't know if that was due to the illness or or what. But uh, it's he because not, he yeah, changed he his number. It, they still had the fifty ones, and and uh, he they didn't have any forty ones <laughs> for him to wear. No idea. Um, how good has Melvin Ingram looked, by the way? Like, so much good. better than than I thought. Than I thought he, uh, he's got a lot left. Apparently, I didn't think he really. I I thought he was done. So he's looked amazing. I, I feel like he's been great. So um, I I think yeah. a lot of that is because the defensive line is good, right? There's no Correct. doubling him when you've got Phillips and 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 Agba and Wilkins Siler, and Sealer, Davis, it, just crushing people on the inside. Yeah, yeah it's 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 nice. Um, I think they'll play better this week, but um, I do think Buffalo's a. a they're a better team than Baltimore, quite frankly. And uh, Josh Allen is just, like I said, he's 
unfortunately very, very good. So I'm going to say Buffalo 31, Miami 20. Uh, you're the worst. Although you did say they'd lose to uh, the Ravens and you were stupidly wrong about that as well. So that's okay. Gladly. And yes, very, very happy about that. So I'm torn on this because I agree right now on paper, you know, the Bills are the better team. Ugh, sucks to say. Um, I was a little nervous, you know, even before the Ravens game, I was a little nervous. And in my head, I'm like, I just want to see the offense click a little more than they did in week one, right? I want to see progression. The team we have now isn't going to be as good as the team we have at the end of the season, right? This team's going to get better as they learn to play and, you know, and they adjust and whatnot. I think playing this game 10 times, the Bills probably win seven but this is one of the three. This is one of the ones that we win. I'm saying Dolphins 35, Buffalo 32. Would I put a lot of money on it? No. Do I see a path for it happening? Yes. I think it can. It's. I would not be as shocked if they won. This yeah. Year. Oh, after, after last week, yes. Because now we know that Hill and Waddle is a true, this is a, this is a thing. This is yeah, it's an advantage. This is is crazy, and McDaniel knows how to use it. How, can we slow Clearly. down, Allen? I mean, our defense is like we like we said in the last segment; they're better than they looked. Um, but the Bills are good. They don't run, but Allen runs. I don't know. Hopefully, yeah. they got some wrinkles uh, to figure out to slow them down. I think, but I think we can. Uh, uh, their defense is good. This is interesting. And again, if we lose this game. It's okay. We're, we've set That's it true. up that this is okay. This could be a learn. This could be a, a learning thing along the way. I think getting out of these first four games at two and two or three and one, it's I huge. Four and zero would be amazing, but any any of those outcomes is is better than than what I thought we were going to. The get next on. six and games the schedule after, gets easier. After yeah, the this, next so. six games after that are a cakewalk. So, well, not a cakewalk. But their their games are will probably be favored in every one. Maybe because Minnesota is the best team we play, and that's here in Miami. Um, yeah, there's a good chance we're favored in every one of those games, so that's pretty amazing. Oh, All here's right, one my... other thing before we move on to pick them. I did, uh, I did see this on uh, on Twitter earlier today. Um, Josh Allen, who I normally, I, I really don't like him and have never liked him, but uh, he was doing an interview, um, and they asked him about they asked him about Tua, um, and he had he had a lot of nice things to say. Yeah, um, said said he was he was you know happy to see him do well. Um, you know, that he's, you know, obviously as a, as a Bills fan and as a Bills, pl- as a Bills player and, you know, someone who supports their fans, obviously, uh, you know, he, he hates seeing that, you know, the Dolphins are performing well and and those sorts of things. But, you know, he said he had a you know soft spot kind of for Tua because he understands what it's like to have a lot of hate being thrown your way. Um, and, you know, glad to see because he Alan Allen got a lot of hate. No, you know, to be fair, it was a lot of his was earned, though. He 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 threw very poor. He he was very inaccurate. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> but this, this no, is true. yeah, true. One thing I want is this. That's the other thing I I forgot. So us, you know, us tune on folks, us dolphin lovers. We hate we hated seeing the Patriots above us in the in the power rankings to start the season and how how the national media was crapping on us. But you know what? Now that I see the team and I see how good it is, 
bringing on. I don't want them all. I I want them all picking against us, saying, "Yeah, well, you're sure Tua could throw for 500 yards, but can he do it every week?" Screw them all. Who does it I every week? The, I know. No I one want does them, it every week. I want them all to be naysayers, and I want to crush them all. I don't want to see them on the get. You can't be on this bandwagon. This this bandwagon's full. Close the doors to the bandwagon, James. That's it. I remember, I remember I sent two stats to my friend who's a Patriots fan that that has screamed over and over again how much better Mac Jones is than, than Tua. And I sent him those stats, and I was like, what are the odds that Mac Jones achieves this these amount of passing yards and touchdowns by week four? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that that's like I I the to, that to me that was always situation. It was never he never looked like special you look yeah he's a Tannehill. like he's competent oh this exactly. is so this is so much fun all right, all right. where are we going so let's get into let's get into pick em. i'm gonna recap because i won i won last week i won pick em. so we but, had the uh we had the i you did so win you, but i had the call of the century the oh the chargers <laughs> chiefs one the chargers chiefs i literally i'm like man i don't like that point five <laughs> that three point five is just point, that right. half points too much so i took the chargers and they lose by three I yeah was like, i would have clean swept pretty... you if, if the chargers coach wasn't an idiot and he went for that he went for the touchdown on fourth down when you you kick the field goal every time to extend the game i mean he got the touchdown so i mean it was like you know in hindsight it's the right call but like strategy wise if you don't get that touchdown you don't get it on fourth down your game is over you don't get to keep playing so i don't know he got it It was just anyway they, you got your you got your cover your, your backdoor cover there um but i had you in the other games i had the Crushed patriots me. minus two and a half they won by three and i had the jaguars at home the home dogs to be fair i did, the Colts I did not at, know Pittman was out at the time of that pick but i don't know if he would have neither did i terrible. but it would that's not have true. mattered no it is not worth 24 points i know that much yeah that's true a 27 and a half because they were favored um <laughs> there you go the steelers go. honest they were uh, mac i didn't watch much of that game i didn't watch any of that game but i saw there were some highlights of mac jones just not seeing wide open guys but like the one on their touchdown drive i i remember it was on the red zone they the steelers dropped an interception like right in the numbers dropped an interception and then the then the pats went down to score the touchdown that honestly that that hurt that one hurt um yeah I, I that game was on the tv next door so every, every time i looked up you wouldn't even have known that there were end zones because there was just <laughs> nobody anywhere near an end zone for no it's terrible game. yeah um all right so this week um we have already picked our games i uh i like well, actually i don't like the carolina panthers but i really don't like the new orleans you saints I, I think them. i think we've we've seen them so i'm gonna take the home dog panthers getting two and a half at home I'm going to take the Panthers, so that gives Rob the Saints. A lot of home dogs this week, which is like, but I like all the road teams, which is which is death. So this this would be like the you know don't don't bet don't bet this week. There's too many of the, too many of those kind of games. I think it's the tough, Bucks tough the Bucks sure. defense is for real. I think the Agreed. Saints offense is actually capable in their weird, ugly don't way. Agree. Um, well, we'll yeah. see. Panthers. I mean, they barely beat the the Falcons. Like they had to like have a perfect fourth quarter to beat the Falcons. Falcons should have beat the Rams. <laughs> I mean, uh, and should have. They were down the whole game. They just had one of the. They were their their crazy comeback fell short. True. But, and the Rams, I think, are not 
really that great right now at the moment either. So anyway, all right. I like I like the Panthers in this game. I I don't like the Panthers as a football team, but home dog getting two and a half. I think they win this game. Um, next one is uh, Texans at Bears. Uh, Bears favored by two and a half at home. I agree with you that the Texans are scrappy. Um, I like uh, Justin Fields in this one, though. I think the Bears they, by, by a field goal. They, I don't know what is going on in Chicago. They have thrown like 20 passes. It is like gross. I mean, granted, one game was the monsoon, but the other game they didn't throw anything either. And they were down all game. Weird. Terrible. They're not a good team, but they're. I think they're. I think they're three points better than the uh, the Texans at home. Um, and then we have the Ravens at the Patriots. Ravens are favored by two and a half. Um, I'm going to take the Pats again. Uh, Pats tend to own Baltimore. Um, they actually beat Lamar Jackson when Cam Newton was their quarterback. So I think Lamar has a problem with Belichick defenses, and uh, I don't think they're going to win this game. I think the Patriots win at home. So I enjoy this game because this feels like like our turd bowl because these are the two teams we've already beaten up on. Correct. Um, and which team – I mean, Grant, I get what you're saying, but Baltimore was a much better team than New England. Oh, I agree with that as well. And, and – yeah, I ahead. think I don't see Mac Jones doing anything against that defense. Um, and I know the New England's defense is OK, but I don't even think they're as good as us. I think I th- think Belichick's too old. I think he's done. It's uh, Ravens taking the Ravens. All right. I, I hope I'm wrong, um, honestly, because I, I want the Patriots to lose, but uh, I, I think they win this one. All right, so you went two and one week one. I went two and one last week. We are tied. Uh, we'll see how we do this week. Um, on to the degenerate side of things. So this is our new segment for this year where we pick prop bets from the Dolphins games on Sunday. So prop bets, for those of you that are not degenerate gamblers like Rob and myself, are mini bets within the game where you can wager whether or not Tua Tagovailoa is going to throw for over 225 yards. Or Lamar Jackson's going to rush for over 47 and a half yards. Um, so we're doing three of these every week, and we're seeing how we did. Uh, Rob crushed me, so I will let him recap what happened to us last week. So you, for the second time in a row, took the under on Tua's uh, yardage, and you and happily was wrong. And happily was wrong. Your one win, you took the over on Lamar's rushing, and he crushed the 47 and a half. Um, you took the under on Lamar's passing, and Lamar, we didn't really mention it, Lamar was amazing. He was amazing. Uh, I think I didn't, game. I said I was openly. <laughs> yeah, okay, but. Oh, yeah, I was, I was, yeah, he's, he's, he's incredible. But I mean, like, yeah, I, I mean, after the game, it was like, holy crap, if it was, if, if, if we didn't complete that comeback, they were just talking that, you know, the, it's just Lamar is all people are talking about. Yeah. So. You had under for two fifty four, and he uh, he went over that. So he sure did. I did not like. I thought the Edmonds rushing total was too high at forty four and a half. And heck, I didn't even know he wasn't going to start. So I want. I hit the under. And then, since I am optimist, I had the over for both Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddles um, yardage. And I don't have to tell you. Um, that they more than tripled the 68 and a half and 58 and a half yard gambling totals with 190 and 171. Fantastic. One of the most amazing performances by a wide receiver duo, I think in the history of the NFL. I don't know if that'll ever be repeated. 
pretty um, crazy with the 11 catches each i mean yeah. and hill had some i mean waddle had some bad drops too like, and hill <laughs> was sat out a quarter with cramps <laughs> i know i know i know i know insane all right Just. so what are we looking at so this week obviously we, we we're gonna pick props from the uh the buffalo dolphins game so i am going i'm going crazy you know what i'm just i'm just doing it rob's buying the passing offense over to a 253 and a half passing yards give it to me over waddle 61 and a half receiving yards give it to me over tyreek hill 72 and a half receiving yards give it to me i'm taking them i'm just going passing game overs um I may until regret you're it proven wrong. until I'm proven wrong. I'm doing it. So my Fair naysayer enough. friend, where are you going? So, uh, I am actually, I'm going all overs as well. <laughs> Not on the dolphins passing game though. So I'm going to take the over on the Josh Allen passing yards at 274 and a half. I feel like he throws for 274 yards in this every sleep. week, <laughs> very, very easily without problem. So I feel like he will go over that. Uh, this is another one where I feel like this is just easy money. Uh, 37 and a half rushing yards for him. I feel like he has a 40 yard rush against this defense every time he plays against us. So I think he'll he'll go over 37 and a half yards rushing. Um, so the over on both Josh Allen performances. And then uh, this was a sneaky one that was in there that I thought was I thought it looked odd. Uh, Edmonds, Chase Edmonds, 17 and a half receiving yards. I'll take the over on that. I feel like there's going to be some pressure on Tua. A lot of, lot of dump-offs. McDaniels Honestly, knows how to that, counter those things. Dump-offs, screen passes. That's my we'll, favorite. That's my favorite bet of the day, actually. Like, if I was, you know, for real money, I think that's the best the best shot of hitting. Uh, that feels really low. He had 40 in the first game. Did he have any catches in the... I don't think so. I guess uh, yeah. So I, I think maybe the maybe the uh, the thinking there is that they're going to. He had one catch be, for eight yards uh, in in the last game, but so maybe they're going to be why. behind again, and like he's not going to be featured in the offense. I I feel like if he is, you know, I feel like there's going to be some some early on, you know, short passes to him, some dump offs and things like that. So, um, all right. So there you guys have it. That is the uh, degenerate side of things. Um, hopefully. I, I have not done very well in this. You can see who the, the real degenerate between the two of us is. Um, that would be Rob. Uh, but we are at time for uh, our second segment. When we come back, we're going to do our favorite part of the show, Fantasy Camp. Got a lot of nonsense. Uh, and then some. Uh, definitely want to want to call out some of our social media and our uh, our email. Some of those things haven't been – we've been neglecting them, which we're notorious we? for doing. We? You should just give me control of these things so, so we could actually yeah, respond. Yeah, but you, you have control of a lot and, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Give me the Twitter. Give me the Twitter password. We need some more tweets. Please stay tuned. And we're back. All right. So, Rob, without further ado, hit it. Miami Dolphins. All right. So, for any new listeners we have this week, Miami Dolphins Fantasy Camp is where Rob and I attempt to make fantasy teams from Miami Do- comprised entirely of Miami Dolphins skill players. In years past, this was an effort in futility. This year is proving to be a lot of fun. I believe Hill and Waddle individually, their individual performances from last week would have been high scores in most of our fantasy camp games from the last two seasons. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. So uh, I was fortunate. I won. So I'm two and zero in fantasy camp this year now. So I won the first week, uh, twenty three to twenty and a half. And last week I won fifty eight to thirty nine and a half. Thanks mostly due to uh, my getting Gasecki and Mostert on my team, and then Rob ended up with Edmonds and uh, Smythe and and said Wilson Jr. who didn't really do much, but he did have Waddle had 34 points and then i had hill and they kind of canceled each other out he had 35 that they canceled each other out each week so far like we've obviously those are the first two picks every week and so far they've canceled each other out correct my team is named the tie freaks this year uh after Ty, after our friend tyreek and then uh rob was the waddlers last year and is again the waddlers this year so you were named um, after G- the uh Gusecki last year and i i, almost, I believe i was the Gaseckis. Yeah. I, I almost want to call you the fast gerties now <laughs> <laughs> enough has been right. enough has been made uh of his of his celebra- end zone celebration but yeah, yes that was that was so bad. And I, I like that he owned that as yeah, well. Yeah, that, that was pretty great. That was. All right. So I was able to pick first last week. So, Rob, you have the floor. Go ahead. Uh, Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's it's almost it's it's almost as much as I love fantasy camp, I we're getting the point. I mean, it's all Hill and Waddle, and then it's then there's three other guys that could be. This might end up just being Okay, who gets the the Waddle Mostert team? Who gets the Hill Edmonds team? Um, but yeah, I'll take. Might need to spice it up a little bit. So I was gonna I was gonna wait till we got to the um, uh, the social media and, and email part of the show to mention this. But um, one of our our longtime listeners, Scott, uh, sent us an email and uh, had a suggestion for us Ooh. for fantasy camp this year. Um, well, it was to change the defensive scoring. We changed it a little bit, but I think he was suggesting to go a little bit. A little bit more, more, like adding more for, you know, adding more points for anything done uh, by the defense. Pass defenses, uh, assists. Yeah, like like those sorts of things, like full points for tackles, like those kinds of things to, you know, spice it up, maybe have it make more of a difference because none of us have ever hit on a a defensive player, I I don't think. So, um, you know, because you really need that. You really need you're betting on a splash play. It's it's hard. So yeah. we might we we should revisit that. We might do that for next week. Oh no, um, Scott, I like him more than I like you. I'm taking his advice. I'm gonna come I, up. I like with, Scott more than I like. I'm me. I'm gonna take up a new. I will come up with a new scoring system. If it helps me, I will implement it this week. If it doesn't help me, we'll start <laughs> it next. You know. All right. So you took Tyreek. Um, that means I got two picks. I'm gonna take Waddle, obviously, and then I'm gonna go with Mostert. Um, I, I think. If things go to go to plan, I think this is going to be another game where we try to run the ball and keep the ball away from the Bills. So uh, give me Mostert. I think that's the guy to use in those situations. Interesting, since I mean he had more catches than Edmonds, but Edmonds is the more prototypical receiving back. And the yeah. way you've been poo-pooing on my Miami Dolphins, I would think you would <clears throat> think they were going to be coming from behind and having and having those dump offs. So I will take Edmonds. I'm hedging. I'm hedging one way or oh, the other. I like that. Like I'm, I'm going to be right on one side. All right. Well, last week I gave you crap for always having Gesicki and taking him, um, but he had the touchdown. I believe your exact words were, I'm not going to draft him until he does something. True. And he did something, so I'm going to draft him. Took all him. of one week. Took all of one week <laughs> for that. Draft. Hey, I want him to I want him I, to be part of this. We'll be clear. We all want them all to do yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I think, I don't know, because you said – I knew Cedric Wilson was banged up. I didn't know if he got in the game and got banged up or maybe he didn't play at all. They 
you know. I thought he didn't dress. I thought he didn't play. That's possible, which makes, you know, Gasicki is a wide receiver. So that's, he's our, could be our third best wide receiver. Especially, I mean, he is our third yeah. best wide receiver, even if Wilson dresses and. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, okay. So I'll take Edmonds and Gasicki. So now right. it gets interesting. Who do you want? Yeah, now we're getting to the dregs. Um, I, I like Sherfield. I like Trent Sherfield. He's proved to be more than just a, a camp body, which is like who I thought he was when they signed him. Um, so I'll take Sherfield, and then I'll I'll bet on Wilson getting healthy and getting dressed this week. I'll take I'll take Wilson. All right. There's been, <clears throat> I think you had Sherfield this week, and I think that was the first time one of us got points from our fourth player. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, I got a I got one catch for five yards for from oh, Smythe. From Smythe. Yeah. Um all right. I am going you know what? This is this is how Matt I listen to way too many Dolphins podcasts. Um the Travis Wingfield, who is the you know, works for the Dolphins, has his drive time podcast. His Twitter is during training camp is a must follow because he gives you like play by play as it's going. He went to the same college that River Craycraft went to, so as I pick River River Craycraft as my player, I can't help but thinking go Cougs. He says go Cougs, I say go Cougs when I see River Craycraft, and I don't care who about the Cougs at all. So go Cougs, River Craycraft. That's for you, Travis. And since I take the first, I'm gonna mix it up. Go back to last last year's Stallworth. I'm going with Agba. I'm gonna hope he does. Uh, Maybe get some sacks or does something funky. We've been mostly playing with the with the with our great safeties. I'm going back to Agba. See what happens. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the dice again with with Holland. I feel like he's a big play waiting to happen every week. Uh, yeah, give me give me Javon Holland. I think uh, hopefully this is the week uh, where it happens. But yeah, I, I love me some Javon Holland. Give me Javon Holland. I don't dislike that. All right, so hopefully I get to three and zero. I know I, I did. I dominated you in fantasy camp last year as well. So you know what? Nobody remembers. I know it's crazy. If only we kept score, um, or saved the scores. So, yeah, I am. Um, I'm up to nothing in uh, in fantasy camp. So hopefully this is the this is the week. So uh, before we get to nonsense, I would like to try and make it a point every week to talk about our social media presence. Um, we have a Twitter at t blowhole. Uh, it's pretty active. Please give us a follow if you can. Um, we also have uh, an Instagram account. It is the Blowhole Podcast. Um, lots of funny memes on there. If you're so inclined, please give us a follow. We could really use some some followers on the gram. Uh, and then um, our email. Yes, our email. This is uh, <laughs> as Scott uh, reminded me today, it, or asked me today, is did we change our email? No, we did not. I just haven't been checking it because I'm. The worst, as Rob likes to say. <laughs> um, yeah, so our email is theblowholeradio at gmail.com. All one word, theblowholeradio. Lower Lowercase. Case. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Please uh, shoot us an email. Guaranteed we will mention you on the podcast. Uh, uh, you can shoot us a DM in Twitter or Instagram as well. Um, just you know, let us know. Tell us how terrible we are and how stupid we are. Uh, that's fine, too. Scott's always very positive, so... Um, always love hearing from Scott. So Scott, sorry, I missed your email last week. Glad I was able to, uh, to find it this week. Thanks for reaching out and reminding me, I will make it a point this year. I am, I am out of preseason form. I am in regular season form. We're doing social media and email this year. We're going to be, we're going to be more active. Yes. You're going to, 
you're going to see more from us. Thanks to all of our listeners. And uh, Scott, I'm sorry. James is an idiot. I'm also sorry that I'm an idiot. So have you started watching House of the Dragon? I'm going to no. ask you every single week. And I'm pro- I'm, no, I have not. I, I don't have time for that. What about uh, Rings of Power? Are you up to, up, up to date on that? Uh, I have not watched another one since last week, so I'm, I'm one or two behind now. I just watched episode three last night. It's pretty good. Um, House of the Dragon is much better, I feel, but uh, that's still that's still a good watch. And then um, Andor started last night. I did not uh, didn't haven't haven't started that yet on on Disney Plus. The uh, Star Wars movie about Captain Andor. Um, for that's those of you that are familiar though, right? with Rogue One, which was I think one of the the better Star Wars movies. Um, it follow, it's uh, his backstory. Um, so he was one of the uh, original rebels that stole the plans to the Death Star or helped steal the plans to the Death Star. And really, I know, thought he looked pretty, familiar. Yeah, important important part of the story. So um, yeah, She Hulk. Uh, you, you up to speed on that one? Uh, yeah, I don't. I didn't see today's, but I think I think one drops today. But yeah, I yeah. mean it's just fun. It's silly, but it's I enjoy it. But. Uh, I watched uh, the Fletch, the new Fletch movie, uh, Confess Fletch. Which there's uh, a new Fletch. Is it's not Chevy Chase, it's right? It's John Hamm. Oh, what yeah. is uh, what's it on? Uh, I think it's like theaters or or on demand, where you probably have to pay the. I think I paid the theater price. Um, I'm old, so it, the original Chevy Chase. Is it a Chase reboot? Fletches, is it a prequel spinoff? It's so. Uh, what I didn't know is there were like nine Fletch books. That was that the and the Chevy Chase one was loosely based on it. This is more apparently closer based on the books. Similar thing. Charming guy bumbles his way through weird, you know, through things. And um, it's a it's a I liked it. It's fine. It's fun. It's not great. Um, I'm a lover of the original ones. So it it's weird not being a young Chevy Chase, but there is no young Chevy Chase anymore. And. Uh, and I like me some John Ham, so yeah, I like it was fine. It's you know, I I I I probably wouldn't. I'd wait for it to be free on one of your uh, streamers, but it's worth sitting through. Did you see Everything Everywhere all the time? Oh yeah, so good. I still haven't seen that yet. Oh my god, that's it. one of the best. That's one of the better movies to come out in a long time. Yeah, I'll, I'll be. Uh, I'll, I keep meaning to rent it. I just uh, we, I, we had tickets to go see it at the theater, but I wasn't able to. Uh, we had to cancel because something came up, but. Um, yeah, I do want to. Uh, I definitely want to go see that, so or rent it at least to watch it. Um, anything, uh, anything else in the nonsense department that? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to see. I I don't feel like I've been. There's uh, so much TV. I can't believe you're not watching House of the Dragon. I'm just like, eh, the it's it it's one of the ones that's hard to get the lady into, and then if she doesn't want to watch it, I'm like, I don't have much. I don't have a lot of time to watch things that only I watch, like Archer. I'm caught up on Archer. It's good again. It's been good since I stopped watching it. Did you, did you ever watch the um, the the precursor to Archer, Frisky Dingo? Do you remember? Oh that? yeah, that was awesome. That was one of my all-time favorite Adult Swim things. If you can find that anywhere streaming, I highly recommend that. It's hysterical. Pick Archer up from when he gets out of the coma. It's worth watching again. Let's go, no man! Let's go win the division. Ben's up. <laughs>